Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talking now about the opioid epidemic. Uh, we've talked about this many times. And um, I think we've got, done a pretty good job of uh, trying to, you know, bring together the kind of voices that sort of deal with this every day. The, what you could call experts. The people who actually are working on the problem. Um, because the problem is not getting any better. If you take a look at the situation, in fact, 2021, more deaths reported in Alberta than ever before. So uh, we've had a lot of talk about we're doing this, we're doing that, this needs to be done, that needs to be done. We simply cannot get a handle on this situation, which is frustrating to a great many people. And earlier this week, or last week, I guess, um, a group of Alberta physicians got together um, and put out a, a, a list of recommendations, things that, you know, doctors... Medical professionals say, hey, this is what we need to be doing. And those are the kind of voices we've tried to amplify here on the program. So joining us now to talk about that, we have Dr. Stan Houston, who is part of the Edmonton Zone Medical Association and part of this group that made the recommendations. Dr. Houston, um, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Morning, Shay. Well, I appreciate your interest uh, in this important community topic. Yeah, you know, Doc, to be honest with you, I'm very, very interested and have been for a very, very long time for a variety of reasons, but I I just get more and more frustrated because, you know, and your report speaks to exactly what we've had so many guests on the air saying, you know what, you can't look at any one thing. Uh, There is no silver bullet to deal with this. It's a several different things need to happen in unison, and that's what your report sort of comes out and says, right? There's, There's no silver bullet here, Doc. That's exactly right. We don't have, uh, since we don't have a silver bullet, uh, we need to make the uh, best use of the tools we've got, and we need to be using them all together. Um, When we talk about that, though, um, what would they be? What would those pillars be when we talk about this full-spectrum approach? What are they in your mind that we need to do? So the the three key uh, issues, and there are a lot of details that accompany each of them, but the three key issues were safe consumption sites, so uh, places where uh, people can, who use uh, drugs can, can use them safely, uh, basically, to prevent uh, overdose and also to reduce the risk of infection, which is kind of where I got involved in the first place. Uh, the, the second issue was uh, safe supply. So the main uh, factor that has changed the situation in the, in, the, in the last couple of years, you know, along with COVID and other things, but the main factor has been the um, uh, arrival of these highly potent and highly unpredictable uh, drugs on the, on the street scene. So uh, people don't know what they're getting. They don't know the drug and they don't know the concentration. Uh, and that's been uh, the, the, the dominant factor. And so um, replacing uh, that unpredictable toxic product with a, a safer supplies, yeah. uh, prescribed supplies of known uh, quality and quantity. 
And the last uh, point was uh, uh, decriminalization of uh, possession of uh, drugs uh, because um, criminalization hasn't worked and has had uh, a wide range of negative effects. Um, okay, let's get into those a little bit. Uh, first of all, our province um, focuses on recovery. That's the message that we always hear from the government of Alberta. And you know what? Adding beds and increasing the amount of recovery um, services that are available in Alberta, I'll be the first to tell you that's fabulous. That's fantastic. Way to go. Big round of applause. But that can't be the only thing, right? I mean, if you focus on any one of these without bringing in the whole fulsome response, it won't work, correct? I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, it's just, I mean, and, and you can use all the cliches about, you know, recovery beds are no good for people who aren't alive anymore and all those sorts of things. Now, let me give you the province's response, as I know you've heard it. Um, talking about safe supply, um, the province says there is no evidence to support the use of safe supply. Uh, they say, in fact, there's a mountain of evidence that shows more opioids in the community actually means more harm the community suffers. Have you seen that mountain of evidence? Uh, uh, well, short answer is no. I mean, I, obviously, there's a very legitimate concern there. So as I uh, alluded to earlier, the devil would be very much in the details of how this would be, how this would be uh, rolled out to prevent unintended consequences. Uh, but we, we already know yeah. what the consequence of the community being flooded with uh, 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 illegal uh, fentanyl uh, uh, products. So uh, we need to figure out ways of replacing those products. And, Doc, we already have, I mean, a foundation, and it's a very, very flawed program in many ways, I understand, with methadone and other agonist treatments. Um, It's not like we don't have a way of avoiding diversion and and all the rest of that stuff. We've, We've done this before. Right. Just build on it. The other one. Yeah, yeah, and so I should say there is um, evidence rapidly emerging from other centers, in particularly in in, in Canada, on uh, uh, the delivery and the strategies for safe supply. So um, we're we're rapidly getting more experience on on how to do this and what the results are. Um, the other one, the government says uh, they don't believe in criminalizing in a health care issue. They agree with you that far, but they say you can't just take away the penalties and expect things will go better and the problem will just go away. So decriminalization, um, they say, doesn't work. I know there's a lot of talk in uh, many different cities across the country about this. Um, is there evidence showing that it is good or it is bad? Uh, well, yes, uh, there is. Uh, um Criminalizing possession uh, has just doesn't solve any any problems and creates a, a, a long list of new problems. It clogs up our courts. It gets uh, pe- gives people criminal records and prevents them uh, uh, getting uh, reengaging back uh, into society. And it costs a ton of money. Um, and as I say, is do- doesn't work. Um, so, uh, and there are, there, for example, there's, uh, Portugal, for example, has a number of years ago, largely decriminalized, uh, possession, and they've, uh, seen major Im- improvement in addiction and transmission of, uh, 
uh, viral infections like HIV and uh, hepatitis C mm-hmm. and the social and legal harms that uh, accompany criminalization. So once again, the devil would be in the details about exactly uh, definitions and, and how this is how this is implemented, but um, uh, even even um, uh, I, b- I believe that the National Organization of Police Chiefs has recognized that uh, just locking up all these people from 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 the street has is not the way to go. Um, last one. Uh, because it's an important one, and it's also part of your report, is is this issue around data, which has been an ongoing concern in Alberta for some time in terms of how opioid overdoses are reported, how often they're reported, how detailed that report is. What would you like to see in terms of data, and why is it so important? Uh, well, uh, to respond effectively to just about any problem, you need to know what you're dealing with, and this, of course, is a rapidly evolving problem. So, uh, and and it's uh, and it's very variable, you know, geographically in different populations mm-hmm. and in different areas, including rural areas, which I, which I think is often overlooked in uh, Alberta. So, if uh, uh, we knew better uh, what was happening and and where the, exactly the problems were, more granular local uh, detail then um, uh, the response, which might be including uh, um, overdose prevention sites, which the government has talked about, where should they be, Um, uh, could be be much more effective. They have this information. Um, It's kind of baffling why, um, why it's not made more available. And it needs to be in a, in, a, in a timely manner because, as I say, this this whole thing is um, evolving pretty fast. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And people are dying each and every single day. Uh, Dr. Houston, so much. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining okay. us. Thank, thank you, Shay. That is Dr. Stan Houston, who is with the Edmonton Zone Medical Association and part of that group that came forward and said, listen, here's our recommendations.